Well, hello there. This is Mike and Melissa. And uh, after a short hiatus, we are back. <laughs> we, we apologize to those who have uh, who have uh, tried to tune in and uh, uh, or have tried to follow the show, and we haven't had much of a following. But uh, we've been. Um, for lack of a better term, we've been busy doing things other than this podcast. So, <laughs> but uh, we're back. But we're back, and uh, we're going to try and be more consistent again. Uh, we were really good for four weeks, and so then uh, then we became really bad for the next eight weeks. So <laughs> we're going to try this it's again. Been eight weeks. Uh, I don't know if it's been eight weeks, but it seems like. But it's been a while, and we're so sorry. But we're so glad you're tuning in today. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great, and so uh, we are talking. Uh, about uh, hot top hot topics hot topics yes <laughs> uh, no we're talking about just uh, just different things that you know last uh, last this last Sunday um, at the edge we talked about why God let it happen uh, the prior week we talked about uh, hell and hell being a real place and so we're gonna spend a little bit of time talking about why did God let it happen today and try and dive in and unpack that a little more and uh and so we're gonna spend some time there and if you have uh, questions comments anything like that you can always message you can uh, shoot us a message on facebook you can you know shoot an email to us uh really just kind of anything that you uh, feel that you can reach out you can even send a courier pigeon it'll get to us eventually but uh, you know uh um i don't know how long it'll take but it'll get here and we'll probably be on some third fourth subject anyway <laughs> I thought it was being funny. My wife told me to it speed on. it up yeah. and, and get out of the way. Yes. You know, it's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> oh, and then I couldn't even use my sound effect. It was terrible. Oh, was so, it your laughing? No, it was. Here, I'll do it again. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, see, it was perfect for this. It would have yeah. just worked out. Yeah. It would have been great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so let's dive in. <laughs> um and so one of the scriptures that I quoted and I used was Matthew twenty seven forty six, and it says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I think that uh, some of us ask that question. You know, I think some of us go, God, I prayed, I asked, and and yet you have forsaken me. You know, you have not come through. You have not answered. You have not done what I wanted you to do. I think that's the key. <clears throat> what I wanted you to do. Yeah. And, uh, and then we go, why did this bad thing happen? Right. We talk about bad things are, you know, happening to good people. And, you know, yesterday I had to, to, to clarify and I had to ask the question again, is that, uh, or even make the statement again, is that there is no one good, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we think that people are good and we look at their habits and they, we look at what they do, but they're really not good people. Right. You know, because no one is sinless. Right. We're all sinners. I think, though, like something that I would say in that regard is there. I mean, yes, we're all sinners, but there is people out there that we look at and and we almost want to um, look to them as an example of how to live our life here on this earth. And so even some people we look at as like mentors and things like that. I think another thing to remember, too, is that everybody has the choice to make a good decision or a bad decision. And I think that in some circumstances, the stuff that happens, that bad stuff that happens, is because of somebody else's bad choice. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's our bad choices, right? Yeah. 
you know, sometimes, I, I mean, like what I, I guess what I was quoting was, is that in reality, there's no good people. Yes, there's the, no good people. There's saved people. There's saved people. You know, and so there's a lot of us that are living outside of the grace of God mm-hmm. that we're just mm-hmm. doing what we want to do and we're doing and living how we want to live, uh, whether that's good or bad, right? You know, it, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person because I'm living how I want to live. It's right. just because I'm just not a saved person. You yes. know, it's, it's. And, 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 and so I think that there's some conversation that needs to be had there about going, how do we, how do we unpack that? What does that look like? And, uh, and, and how do we go? Because I think that there's been people out there all of their lives that have gone, I'm struggling and God, why is this happening? Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, so I'm looking at Psalm 73. I just have it up here in front of me. So Psalm 73, verses 11 through 14, and I'm reading from the NLT, so if you've got an NIV or something else like that, and you happen to be like, that's not what it says there, mm-hmm. you're right. It's a, This is from an NLV, and it says... NLT. Or NLT, I'm sorry. So what, is it, what does God know? And this is the question that the psalmist is actually asking. What does God know? They ask, does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Mm-hmm. Did I did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. Mm-hmm. I think that some of us feel that way. Absolutely. We look at the wicked and go, "Man, they are they're making money. They're doing what they want to do. Maybe maybe even having fun." I, I mm-hmm. you know, we should be honest here. Some sin is fun. Yeah. You know, and so some sin you look at it and go, "Woo, that's fun." Mm-hmm. Um but and then it asks the question, does God even care what I'm doing all day? Does God care what I'm, what's happening right now? Does he even know? And so the psalmist, so this is 3,000 years old mm-hmm. and the psalmist is going, does God even care? Does God know? And I think that that brings, and I think that's a question that we go, does my everyday life even matter to God? Right. And so I, I, I just wonder, um, you know, what do people, how do people, how do people move on from that? How do people move in a direction going knowing that, that there's this time, this period within us, we're going. I don't even know if God watches. God really watch when I'm sleeping. Is He like Santa Claus? Does He know when I'm asleep? Does He know when I'm awake? Well, I think if we just remember back to what Scripture said, I mean, God knew who we were, who we were going to be before we were even in our mother's womb. Mm. I mean, there was already a plan and a purpose for our life way before then. So, does God know? Yeah, He does. Mm. That's true. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. So looking back on Sunday, hmm. what's part of the message was most impactful for you? So as you think about it, I, you know, I know that sometimes it's your husband talking. So you check out <laughs> what was most impactful for you and, and maybe a why. What what did you get from it? What did you see? Was there anything that uh, you could answer or share from your personal experience sitting in the seat? Um, I think... I think for me, it sucks because I don't have my Bible sitting in front of me, which is where usually all my notes are. I just have a copy of the notes from Sunday. I think what it really comes down to, to be able to answer these questions in in a, a generalized capacity. So like the question for this week, what did God, why did God let it happen? I think it all has to come down to. Like, where are you at in your relationship with Christ? Mm. 
where are you at in your relationship with God? Like, are you spending time in your word? Are you spending time in his presence? Are you taking that time to worship and not just worship on Sundays? Are you taking that time to pray? Are you taking that time to be silent and to listen for that still small voice? And then we also have to remember that God's not going to always share with us the whole story. He's not going to show us everything because that's not, it's like a need to know basis. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I think that in a lot of these situations, and especially when it comes to something like this, we don't, a lot of times we don't get to know the answer until we get to heaven. Mm. And we have to, you know what I mean? Like we have to be okay with that. And we also have to remember that our time on earth, and you say it all the time, is only but a breath. Mm -hmm. It's only this small portion. And so it's up to us. Do we want to live on this earth during this time having all this sin fun (laughs) and, you know, out there doing the dollar chase to have all the material things um, and and not living the way that God has called us to live because we want to enjoy life now? Mm. Or do we want to live how God has called us to live and he will bless us in whatever um, in whatever way he sees fit and then have eternity to live like nobody else is living? Mm. I think it, that's that's what it really comes down to and it it doesn't have it doesn't even have to be an over spiritualized theological thought it's really that simple hmm. well, i have another question for you okay i'll do my best guys well she made it through that one pretty good you know <laughs> considering that she was like hmm i was thrown for a super loop there yeah. when uh when you have difficult when you have difficult questions about god what is your process for finding answers what do you what do you get there what are you looking for and then how does that process impact your faith so when you have difficult questions mm-hmm. what do you what do you do in order to find the answer and then when you do find the answer how does that impact your faith um so when i have questions about god usually i just pray um, or some, or a lot of times I'll come to you. Um, <laughs> not only are you my husband, but you're also the pastor and the person who gives me all the answers, regardless if I like him or not. Um, that and and I have to compare what I'm questioning to what the Bible says, because really the Bible is inspired by God, but written by man. Like everything that we need to know is in there. And if it's not in there, then it has to come from our direct relationship with him. And he's going to give us those answers. And so I think that questions are healthy because that's how we learn and how we grow. But I also think that sometimes the, the questions that we have is also open to our perception of a certain situation. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we just have to change our perception or our perspective on a situation and realign it with what the Bible says or with what God has laid out for us. Hmm. Okay. So how does that, how's that process then impact your faith? Because I think it helps me to know where I'm at in my relationship or my walk with God. And it, And in that helps me to focus more on the having faith, not by sight, Mm. because sometimes we want to tangibly see or understand or touch something. And sometimes, like I said, God's not going to give us the whole picture. And so sometimes we just have to go, okay, God, 
you know what? I'm just going to trust you because this is not making sense to me. And a lot of times it's not for us to make sense of. It's a lot like the Beatitudes because the Beatitudes tell us, you know, this blessed who, who has faith but yet is not seen. Exactly. And so it's, it's, it's hard and it's difficult for us to, to trust, right? You know, because we're not, as nature, in our nature, we're not usually trusting people. Like right. if, you know, when you, you know, most of us, we read in scripture where, uh, where Peter walks on water and yet mm-hmm. every time we've tried to walk on water, we just sink. Right. right. You know? And so it's yeah. like, you know, for us, we, you know, it obviously brings in these mindsets of going, it's, it's really hard to trust when everything that I see happening in the Bible, I find very difficult for it to happen for me, except right. for all the persecution and right. the suffering. I yes. get all of that. Absolutely. I mean, that happens often. So yeah. it just, I look and I go, well, how do we, uh, you know, how do we channel all of that, all of that questioning, how do we channel all of that, looking at it and going, well, God, what, how do, why, why can't I walk on water? I, mm-hmm. I, you know, or how can I do this? And so right. I, so I guess it, it really channels back into, it does strengthen us, right? Every time that you, yeah. every time that you find something, you can leave away from one of your questions or whatever mm-hmm. and go, Hey, I found answers or I found, you know, affirmation or whatever it was through it. Then yeah. you can, and it does strengthen our faith. Um, so I'm going to read Revelations 21 four, uh, just because I, I think that this is speaking of a time when we well, necessarily when we're time when we're not here again, I'm reading from the NLT and it says he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and he there, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. And all of these things will be gone forever. Mm-hmm. And so we're speaking, so we're speaking of, of paradise, right? Yeah. You know, uh, we're, we're, uh, in case you didn't know, the Bible is, uh, is the first three chapters of the Bible are paradise and the last three chapters are paradise, but the middle is chaos and yeah. God bringing order to that chaos and redirecting steps. And so, um, so you, you get six good chapters out of everything that's in there. And this is the beginning of it saying that he's going to wipe away every tear. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to remove all the death, all the sorrow. There's no more crying, no more pain. And I think that we're looking for that here and now. Yes. We want that now. And that's promised to us in heaven. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I think, I mean, I think that's the answer to your question. Why do, why, why did God let it happen? Well, sometimes God needs to let it happen in order for somebody else to be reached through those tears or that death or that sorrow or that crying or that pain. Um, and not to say, I mean, God is going to, he's going to be with us. He's going to walk with us through those seasons of life, whatever they are. And he's going to be the comforter. He's going to be the one that's going to fill those holes and, and, and comfort us during those times. But I think, you know, that's the reason why, there is suffering in this place because this place is only temporary. Mm. I was literally going to say that, you know, we have to remember that this is only a temporary place. This is only, you know, that that suffering is only temporary and something better is coming, you know? And and so I think that we have to remember that something better is coming. It, it, something better is always coming. We don't look at it that way. We don't ever go, well, today sucks, but something better is coming Mm -hmm. you know, we don't look and we don't see, and we also are not naturally thankful people. We always tend to see what's wrong with things. We always look and go, wow, that sucks, that sucks, that sucks. And really saying, you know, how about today you were able to breathe and today you were able to put your feet on the floor and today you were able to stand and today we were able to have, 
you know, uh, I, you, you were safe. Most of us in this world do not worry about our personal safety on a daily basis. Right. You know, most of us, well, and, and, and I say in this world, but, and, and what I'm referring to is in, in America, we don't, you don't get up in the morning thinking that all of a sudden you're going to be kidnapped on a regular basis. Now, does kidnappings happen? Yes, but you don't yeah. worry about that every day. Of and course. you don't worry, and, uh, and you don't worry about most of the time if you have been, if you're living a certain life, you know, we very rarely worry about, you know, I mean, we give away cell phones in this country. You know, right. if you're, yeah. you know, you can just go get, we are not hurting. Like we're not, we don't have these third world and fourth world problems. We're, we're just kind of, we, we complain about them. Like we go, man, my, the, the internet is so <laughs> slow. Right. And, and it's, you know, I mean, I remember when the internet was really slow, you could watch the photo come across the screen. <laughs> it was just like, you know, you'd see yeah. a, one line at a time. I remember that. And so it's, uh, so I, I think that we have first world problems and we tend to make them bigger than what they are. Now, don't, I'm not talking about those that are getting sick and those right. that are, you know, I, you know, those are don't overanalyze. Yeah, guys. yeah. Please don't take this to another <laughs> level. But just know that something's better coming. Even if you're sick, something better is coming. You know, yeah. you know, paradise is coming. You just got to look and go. Something better is coming. And you know, the Bible clearly tells us that to be absent from the body is to be present with God. And so we we look and go. I want to, you know, and, and not that I want to race to get to be present with God, but I certainly want to be, I don't want to be fearful of that process of getting there. And so I, I just, I to say all of that, why did God let it happen? Because he knew that something better was going to, and he was really going to use your story to be a testimony. Mm-hmm. He was going to use your, whatever you had going on to be a testimony for somebody else, you know, to be able to help somebody else avoid the pain and suffering and the sorrow that you're going through. You're going to be able to speak to that and go, Hey, this is what I did in order to get through it. Or this is what I did to avoid that makes a big change. One thing I wanted to, uh, before we duck away, we have about, you know, maybe about five more minutes into this. And so tell me if, if any scripture or something comes to mind when you think about evil and suffering, something come to mind. I wouldn't say necessarily scripture related, but I can, um, share about a time, like a situation or a circumstance where evil happened, but God prevailed. Uh, I don't think I want to go that direction. I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) I was really, I wanted to kind of keep it to where I, what I was looking for is I'm, I'm like, for me, when I think of suffering and I think of like evil and suffering just happening, I think of, uh, I think of Jesus on the cross. Okay. You know, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. reason why is because that whole process, somebody who's truly good, somebody who's truly sinless and somebody who's this, and yet he, he's, he, he, you know, it, it, it he's tortured, mm-hmm. you know? So I just look at that as going, that's pure evil trying to, trying to sway. And, 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 and I look and I go, but God had, that had to happen. So if you think about it, Jesus goes as a as a willing participant. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have, you know, he could have cast away everybody. He could have called a an army of angels down. It, I mean, he just goes as a willing participant. He he becomes pierced. He he pours out. He gives his life up truly for us. And and God has to witness this whole thing happen as well, mm-hmm. right? I mean, could you imagine having your your son or your daughter going, you know, be like, "Hey, I'm going to be go be this willing participant and go through this." And what I can learn and what I learned from God about this is that God loved us 
so much through all of this, right? So we see this in John three sixteen, where God loved us so much, but really we see it at the end of this. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, <laughs> and it's twenty chapters later is that we see the so it's like a lot happens where we go. God sends His Son, knowing what's going to happen here, mm-hmm. but He sends Him with this love and and knowing that hey, He's going to, and so there's a whole lot that transitions in between the beginning and the crucifixion. The crucifixion, yes. Yeah. And so I, I look and I go, what do we, for me, I look and go, God has a, a plan through this. So even though. Well, and I think you can even take that and, and, and pull the scripture where Jesus says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Like even Jesus at that point, knowing what he signed up for, knowing what was going to happen, even he questioned. Well, even in the garden, he's going, if you yeah. can take this cup from me, take yeah. it. I don't, I don't yeah. want to go through this. If you like, can take this from me, I really, yeah. I'm not in the mood for this. Can right. we, can, can we avoid this? I get it that I'm, I'm here for this, but man, I really, really like to enjoy another cup of coffee the day after this. I don't, you know, or, or whatever, you know, yeah. in Jesus case, it was probably a, a glass of wine. I'd like to have another glass of wine tomorrow right. before we go through this. Yeah. You know, I, and, and that's not being very, please don't read more into that. I'm just, don't just joking. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, that's, I think that you start looking at it and you start going that that you know and so now you can share your story that that's where because I, I really wanted to see a point of a biblical reference and then now you can share your oh you already knew where i was going i did oh okay uh so for those of you who don't know uh my grandmother uh was tragically killed um a few years back um and just a little bit of a backstory um my mom previous to this um had started asking questions about the Bible, but not a whole lot, um, and just kind of asking for guidance and maybe some understanding and stuff like that. Um, and also, um, at the time, my uncle uh, was not necessarily part of the family for a really long time. And so um, my grandmother was killed outside of a mall. Um, she was in the car by herself. Uh, somebody uh, t- came to rob her and um, basically shot her. My aunt found her unresponsive in the car, um, and it was uh, chaos, basically, for my family. Um, but with that, um, not to minimize what happened, but I choose not to uh, dwell on that part of it is God brought restoration to our family first and foremost. Uh, so my uncle and, um, and my aunt, um, have basically become part of the family again and restoration has happened there, which is really amazing. Um, but the other end of that is, is that my mom, um, and my aunt, um, actually two of my aunts, um, have, um, come to know Christ again. I don't want to say that they didn't know Christ before because they did, but through this has brought them closer um, with me and closer in their relationship with Jesus. And um, they are at women's group every single week and, you know, watching service online until they find a church um, in their local community and just really getting to see how God is moving in them and through them and how God is bringing healing um, through this horrific tragedy that happened. Um, and they're kind of getting to see the ways that the life that my grandmother led, um, can also, um, be, um, referenced back to, um, how she has served God and, and her community. So it's just kind of been a full circle moment, uh, for my family and just being able to sit back and watch how God 
just continues to move and it just kind of is another testament to when Satan tries to come in and, you know, um, turn something that could have been even worse off. Um, God just says, no, we're going to, we're going to make this for the good because, you know, these are my children and they love me. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it completely through tragedy, God can use tragedy to do something good with it. And so he uses all things for good. And so we just have to remember that even though we may not see that at the beginning, we, you right. know, when, cause that was not what we were seeing at the beginning of this, we weren't like, Hey, this is going to be, you know, but uh, that was my prayer though. The whole time was God, please use this. Even though I didn't even understand what was happening, but use this in some way. Don't let this be wasted. Well, and and God never wastes an opportunity, right? right. And so it was, uh, it, and so I think that that's one of those things that we have to understand. Why did God let something happen? Because He's looking at a picture from a, a, a much greater distance than what we're looking at, and He sees how things are going to move and how he can utilize it for good where mm-hmm. we look at it and go, well, I didn't like that. I, right. it, it affected me negatively. But. And that's, you know, one of those experiences that we were talking about. God's not going to show us the whole picture right away. Or sometimes ever, yeah. you know, and so we have to be able to understand is that, that we may not get the whole picture. We may not get any of the picture to be honest with you, except yeah. for what directly affects us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes that's tragedy that affects us. Yeah. And, Part of us having free choice is uh, not being forced. You know, God didn't create puppets or robots, right. or you know, uh, and so uh, with that, we are we're not programmed to love. We have to make a choice to lo- to love, and we have to make a choice to follow Jesus, and we have to make these choices. Right. It's not just automatically ingrained into us. And those that don't choose it, sometimes we're affected by the repercussions of their actions. Yeah, uh, whether they're good repercussions or bad repercussions, we're still affected by them. And so we have to remember that and, and try and live and move in that. And it can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we were at uh, almost 26 minutes into this. And so while uh, it's moved fast for us, we're hoping that it moved <laughs> fast for you. And you were like, wow, I wonder when this can end. <laughs> I mean, thank God you could hit pause or end and move forward. Uh, but we hope we didn't do that. We hope you stuck around. Uh, I'm going to pray. Uh, I kind of want to plug our service a little bit for this week uh, because uh, it's very rare that I'm done with it on a Monday. And so, um, and that's happened. And so that tells you that's how good it's going to be because the spirit was moving in such a direction that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be funny. I know that usually I'm funny, but, uh, it's, uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about, uh, <laughs> she's like, please move on. We're trying to finish this thing up. What good. are you doing? Just plug the um, service. and we're going to talk about why God didn't answer a prayer. You know mm. what, you know, when we pray about something or why God didn't answer our prayer, why, why is it that, uh, you know, we because we have lots of opportunities where we've been praying and praying and praying and praying, and yet we're not seeing the answers that we're mm-hmm. looking for. And so we're yeah. going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about some things that kind of stop that, you know, some things that could be hindering our prayers. Um, and uh, we're going to have some fun with that. So, But I do want to pray. I'm going to pray for this time that we've just had, and I want to um, I want to pray for us for our future walk, kind of going, why did God allow this to happen? But uh, And really there's a, there, there is something to it. And so, Father uh, – Sometimes we've wondered how you can be good all the time, especially when we experience pain. Uh, thank you for being bigger than our feelings and for giving us the gift of Jesus. 
please be with us in our doubts and even in our questions and, and use it all to bring us closer to you. And in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, uh, one thing that uh, we haven't been doing and I want to do in the middle of this or at the end of this is give you something that you should be, as you walk away from this, there should, there should be some things that you can actually start doing. And so number one, uh, you should be spending some time with God, mm-hmm. right? Get a devotional, spend some time in prayer. Uh, so start praying, you know, just don't, don't make it to where one of these things that you hear me pray on Sunday and you spend time in prayer uh, on, at the end of this podcast for 30 seconds, but you should be spending time in prayer. Uh, the next thing, um, I will tell you is that you can get through a lot more, you can get through a lot more when you're doing it with others. Mm-hmm. And so get involved in a small group, be part of that, you know, spend some time with that. And then, um, you will find joy, and so when you walk away from this, if you uh, if you can find an opportunity this Christmas season to uh, to serve with somebody that's out there doing work for Jesus, so whether that's giving away toys or whatever that they are, if that's being able to just to provide a meal for somebody, try and find a serving opportunity in between now and. Uh, and December 25th. And so, uh, you know, just, just find something that you can be able to plug into and just see how loving on your community and loving your neighbor can actually affect how you see how God is moving and why he allows things to happen. And, and I think it'd be a, an amazing opportunity yeah. for you to uh, connect a little closer and, and grow a little bit in your relationship with Jesus. Absolutely. Is there anything else on that list that you had for them to do? Nope. Okay. So just to throw it out there, if you're looking for a place uh, to find a devotional and say you don't have a book or anything like that that you can go off of and you're not necessarily comfortable just opening up your word and doing it that way, you can uh, go onto our app and there is daily devotions on there. Um, you can also um, have an account on version. There's a whole slew of devotional plans on there as well. And then if you're looking for a place uh, to plug in for small groups, of course, we would love for you to check out the edge. Um, And we also have serving opportunities coming up for the Christmas season. So um, just in case you're looking for um, information on how to move forward in those areas, there you go. Cool. Anything else? Um, just make sure that you guys like, share, and subscribe for our podcast. We're just so thankful um, that you have joined us during this uh, 20-ish minutes um, every week. And like and like Mike said, we will uh, do better, and we just thank you for your grace, but also thank you for your support. And with that said, uh, that is going to do it for us today. And so this is M&M on Mondays, and so uh, it's... And uh, we hope to be here next week. Uh, but uh, God always will make a way <laughs> for us. Yes. And if he, if he gives us that opportunity, we will be here. Yes. But uh, so we'll drop another one next week. So please like, subscribe, and share. And uh, if it's really relevant to you, you know, make a comment on the page. That way we know. And so that yeah, way we, we can get back know. to us. Yeah. So thank you. Perfect. God bless. Thank and uh, we love you. And uh, as always, we are on, on the, the edge, edge together. together.